four years of fascism has finally ended. All of our problems are over. COVID has been curbed. My personal issues, silenced. Uh, the voices in my head, gone. <laughs> you, you, you know my biggest worry right now? What? That four years from now, we're not going to have any problems. Dude, that everything's I, just going to be too okay. It might be utopia here soon. <laughs> we're not going to have nothing else to talk and about, the, to be honest. Which, I mean, I, I think I want. I don't know. It seems like everyone wants you that. You want it until but, you get it. Yeah, but I'm more of a more. talker than a doer. And, and if those doers more. start doing too much, and then, then what do I talk about? Then we got to talk about the doers. And we can't talk meanly about the doers if they're doing well. No, we can no, but I mean, Biden has risen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Two weeks back to back. Here we go, everybody. Oh, man. take was basically that Trump red pills America are basically like showing now that everyone's paying attention we show oh actually a lot of shitty things do happen but now we're like wait 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 wait, wait a second we don't want to know all these things just give us back 50 years just 50 years in Congress Biden and let us live our lives like that maybe the deep state isn't all that bad that's I kind I like that take honestly a little uh, bit but, but also I think we're giving Trump too much credit for I mean a lot of that happened underneath him but you think he revealed like all this stuff throughout his president he was just calling out frauds here no, and there. The, revealed. the guy you i mean six bankrupt businesses just just saying it doesn't seem like he would be the the bearer of truth not much as revealed as drawn attention to yeah but and it's still conspiratorial though right most of it i mean like like the epstein stuff that like that's grounded almost that mm-hmm. it would, that is bigger than what it is that it just seems that way but i can't prove that no one can that's why alex jones is still a psychopath i mean uh, Alex Jones, like, he actually says some things that are, like, based in reality, but then he takes it one step too far, two steps too far, three steps too far, and you lose the first step whenever you're six steps past the one step that was based in actual correctness. A yeah, problem. well, I can't, I don't even know, because everyone just dismisses him now. But, I mean, he's definitely, like, he's, he deserves credit of some kind. I mean, he's my favorite show host with the first name, Alex. <laughs> Maybe ever. You're, actually, definitely ever. You're, you're a piece of shit. You're a piece of shit. What, why? I don't understand. What am I? Because we're missing here. Because we recently lost Alex Trebek. <clears throat> oh, the second best. Yeah, dude. Well, I don't know. You were talking about him earlier with <laughs> with a lot of slurs. But no, another <laughs> another another good guy. <laughs> what slur could I use for I, Alex Trebek? <laughs> there, there's probably nothing. I don't know. I you respect I respect anyone though who can run a game show for that long and just do it right. Like he had to come across as what, like intelligent, but also like. And reserved, quiet, entertaining. Yeah. Like that's so hard. And he had to do that in a box. It wasn't like he had the freedom to say whatever he wanted. He was like facilitating a bunch of weirdos answering questions. Because let's be honest, if you're on Jeopardy and you're killing it, Doesn't I don't Jeopardy know. have like recurring guests too. Like they have like a bunch of guys who like or girls who do it over and over again. They start so good at it. They well, start, one guy who's won it like 15 times. They started doing tournaments of like the winners, which is kind of sick. Like they would bring back like all the people who want had the longest winning streaks ever and have them go against each other and stuff. I don't know. My grandma was obsessed with it. I, I watched it a lot. How do you actually. even get? How do you even get involved in that world? 
I, you start watching Jeopardy every day. You start studying for Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I don't know how you some study for Jeopardy. Some of the clips were like, like they they posted some heart wrenching clips after he passed away, and like they're actually like extremely heart wrenching. It's like one guy said, like you're the reason I learned how to speak English is because my grandma watched Jeopardy, and I, when I moved here, I didn't know how to speak English, and I watched it with her every night, and eventually I learned, and now I've watched it every day, and I'm on the show, and it's like. And he almost was like started crying. And when I saw him start crying, I was like, I might start crying. Oh, uh, you felt it too? <laughs> yes. A little, little shiver. But I mean, that's, I don't know. I I feel bad that he's gone. I feel like it's weird because I don't think, like there's a, you know, we can't really replace those type of people either. Like he was he was just like a mainstay in American culture. That's crazy. <clears throat> well, you need, you need years and years and years to carve out that place so True. the next we one also, will come along for another couple of years I mean I'm sure he wasn't just always like you know but at the end of like someone's tenure or something that long you always give them respect like, I'm, I'm not saying it was a bumpy wasn't a bumpy ride along yeah, the way I, I don't know Trump's four years yes, he's done he's done the four respect I don't, I don't think he's done he hasn't, he hasn't <laughs> tapped yet yeah dude I, I am so not excited to see the drama that unfolds between like White House power and stuff I, uh, but by the way, I do want to thank Trump for. I don't think we could do a podcast about politics without him. No. For, first off, because our our opinions are spotty and like uninformed, maybe at best. But I mean, but I I truly do think that a lot of poli- <clears throat> like political talk is so mainstream now that every everyone talks about it without anything to back it up. That like we do have the freedom to. If we read a couple more articles, we might, you know, like I feel like we're yeah. in the safe we zone. We might a little actually bit. have yeah. something to say. Yeah, because I mean, we care. I'm not going to come through the policy. Let's not get ridiculous. But I mean, from like a reality <laughs> show perspective, I definitely care. It's it's for sure entertaining. And I and I'm wondering if the Republican Party is going to like remain Trump's party going forward because it could. It could. I think that they kind of a lot of Republicans like Mitch McConnell, for example, like they latched onto him as a vehicle to get stuff done, but they're not going to, as soon as he's out, he's out. Like, what, like, what are they gonna do, keep fighting? I don't think, I don't, I don't see like prominent Republicans like begging for Trump to come back. And I mean, next stop is death for a lot of the, I mean, they're old, are they not? <laughs> they're fucking old, dude. Like there's, I mean, that's, no, you're right. that chapter's gonna end. Meanwhile, we got the, I mean, the liberal party is, I don't more, think more so even if the top isn't young obviously not young like there's I mean there's, yeah. there's a lot of young guns coming up you know yeah. Mayor Pete gets a cabinet seat or something Yang is on every network like sort of <clears> undercutting <throat> I mean you can tell he, he's ready for to run I feel like well again the problem is is the Biden if Biden wins Yang's not gonna run 2024 uh, dude, I, what, you, what Biden's going for another lap? He doesn't have a lap in him, I, I, dude. I, I, I understand. I agree, but it's there's no way. It, what president has stepped down as an incumbent for another run? But let's forget precedents at this point. I mean, because well, this, this is bizarre. What, but, what, what if Biden passed the torch? He literally said, like, this is who I'm backing for president in 2024, <laughs> given I can't. And let's say Kamala has gone off the rails at that point, or we, or they just realized from a from polling, like, hey, she's not that well liked, and like people probably won't vote for her over a, after the Republicans have four years to, I, I mean, actually two years probably, because right, they're gonna, they're gonna control the government well, yeah. essentially in two years. That's, I mean, that's what I see on the, not underground. It's like everything, nothing's underground anymore. Just on Reddit though, they're like, well, people keep calling them like the party of, hey, well, just wait, you'll see. What, Republicans? Yeah, yeah, well now, because I mean, which I get, like everyone's saying like, this is the best case scenario. Trump Trump didn't need to be president yeah, for four more years. that's what I was saying last time. Isn't there a pretty good place? They have like a, a moderate president and the Senate and Mitch McConnell are there to just stop Biden from doing anything. And they have an easy race, maybe an easy race in 2024. You'd think, or you'd hope, but that just, that always confused. Why did, why do people hate Biden so much? Why the hatred? 
I, well, it's because I, he's on their side. Is he's just he's just the opposite side, and I, you're just conditioned at this point to hey, what do you what do you? But do you think with? that conditioning started at Trump just because there was that like sort of visceral reaction to him that the other side thought they should? I mean, I think it's been going on far be- far before we've been paying attention to politics. I just think it's so amplified now that it is a person like Donald Trump, and there is social media, and there is all these ways to communicate. That is true. Maybe it's not even the candidates because I keep blaming Trump like not even not like oh it's your fucking fault. I mean, it was obviously the way the media handled it and stuff, but. I, maybe people have always felt this way and they just didn't have the outlets that they now do where we can see every little piece of rage in it. Like, I mean, I guess people are, you know, people are talking shop, they're talking politics, the old days at coffee shops, but then like you just leave it there. But now it's on the internet and now the most absurd opinions get the most views and the most retweets. And then people who want to get the most views and retweets, which makes sense because you make money, decide to have the most absurd views. And then when you carve out a specific brand, like if you're a conservative pundit or a liberal pundit, you have to back that side no matter what, right? You can't just be crisscrossing on your, because you've developed a, a fan base that's mm-hmm. all on one side. <clears throat> what are those people gonna do now that they don't have Trump? I don't know. I, re- I really don't. I don't, I mean, it, it depends on, I mean, what which side, honestly? Well, my favorite shit is when like, like liberal pundits, like go, what, yesterday before, or the day before, Trump was officially announced loss. It was like, don't even recognize Trump uh, voters as human beings. But then the next day, Biden wins and like, okay, unity, we love everyone, blah, 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 this, yada, that. So it's like, just like, turn it, like, look at yourself in a mirror like 12 hours ago. Like, do you not see the, like, the complete contradiction that you're making? And that's, the, that's almost their entire side. Yeah, it, it is kind of concerning that, I mean, we're 100% a divided country. Not, and by the way, that's a good thing, I think, for the most part, in terms of which party you identify with or vote for. Like it's a, it's good for our country to balance itself, but we're, it's, they're just so far apart, you know, like they're, it's not like. Well, I think it looks like they're far apart, but really just the two extremes are far apart. Uh, is that, I, I think that's, yeah, I think that's but, really how but, it is. But what is the liberal, I would say the liberal, like main, liberal mainstay is like, I just don't, I really don't get how people voted for Trump. Like that, I swear, yeah. I think that's like pretty well, prominent. Yeah, the, the problem is like you're either stupid or you're an asshole. You're either, you're either, you're either incompetent or you like hate stupid minorities. asshole. Yeah, so you're either <laughs> stupid and or an asshole. So you're stupid or a stupid asshole. Either way, like, but like, see, that's just ridiculous. You know, I mean, it it is ridiculous. It for sure is. But like I said, I hope we st- I hope someday, a year or two from now, we step back and be like, wait a second, we did a lot of damage by calling Trump an ex fascist dictator who wants to kill my minor- kill minority like that's just not that's that's damage being done whenever that happens and I hope I hope people stay, can take a step back and realize that that's not what it was it's well it's dangerous on both like, even for the liberal party itself like they're just they're undercutting so many people that maybe would have not seen it the way they do but all of a sudden like it, that 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 goes into play with all the media basically over embellishing all, all Trump's wrongdoing I mean he's only doing so much let's don't get me wrong. He says he says some messed up shit. He says shit that like people that aren't the president shouldn't say. Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah, but like that. But that's just it is what it is. And also, you don't let's not give words too much credit, which we do nowadays all the time. Like every for I mean both sides. Like Biden has a little gaffe or something. Like, He's dementia. Like I mean everything's written down, recorded, and lasts forever. And we and we just tweak out on the weird things. We you're, if there's a thirty minute speech, you're, the only thing the majority of people are going to see is a soundbite of the weird thing. Mm-hmm. We're, we're one of them. Either Trump says something that. Oh, that could be considered racist if you think about it. Or Biden like repeats 
four different words a, b- a bunch of times or something. I mean, there's there's too much. There's literally too much that you can't figure out what's actually true. And it's like what, what example I use when I'm like critiquing the left is like if you call everyone racist, it's going to be impossible to figure out who's actually racist. But you don't have to use racist in that situation. You could use a ton of different words. And if if you're calling everyone bad, it's going to be very hard to figure out who the bad guys actually are. Who are they, man? Who are, who are the bad guys? I feel like I'm not the person who should answer that question. <laughs> no, I, well, I, I don't know at this point. I'm so confused. <laughs> Basically, anyone who enables people like Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, boy. Well, so that's unfortunately, Slick, one of my favorite, Slick Willie falls in the category of bad. <laughs> and you mean all the people that, like, I mean, have a bunch of power because they have all that money and stuff yeah. and influence mm-hmm. to some of the baddest people? I mean, well, but they have the opportunity. They have the, basically, they have the most opportunity to do the most bad, and some of them take it, I feel like. And, that, and that's definitely a problem, but I mean... We didn't. We just didn't know about it for so long. Like, we, well, Alex Jones did. <laughs> no, well, of course Alex Jones knows, man. I don't. I don't know how. I would love to know his background, but we, I, we keep talking about him. I don't know if everyone knows who he is, and I don't. Yeah, Infowars guy. He was like, yeah, he was a huge deal for like um, banning, you know, social media, like um, what's censorship on the internet yeah. because he says makes ridiculous claims that are hurtful, harmful. But also like the. <laughs> Like Twitter starts censoring things. That's so dangerous for them to start doing because once you censor one thing, you have to censor everything else like it. Well, it's just impossible to maintain it's an objective standard impossible. too. Especially because Twitter is, I mean, think about, literally, think about how we speak nowadays where we all this, half the time we're making jokes and this and that. So how do you differentiate? Like that's not, that's Twitter's not objective. plummeted because they basically couldn't handle it. They like, they, they some, something got censored. Because they don't have a subscription model though. Yeah. Like, come on, according come on. To, according to Prof Gal. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they couldn't, I mean, they basically censored uh, an article. Everyone freaked out about it, and then they had a meeting with investors and everyone. And it, the, the Jack Dorsey proved that he didn't really care or know what was going on. Like, did you see the did you see the pictures of him? I feel like it was rough to like blame his beard for the situation. He did look like he was like a like a Mormon or like some like, like uncapped almost. Yeah, so yeah, because yeah. well, I know he goes on sabbatical. I don't. Yeah, he just I don't got know back what from re- religious connotation that has. He was but still at peace with God, and so he wasn't. He didn't seem excited, but you know maybe he's he like the CEO out of like a TV show at this point. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, he's, oh, yeah. he's living life. I feel like he's almost going off. I of mean, that. he's watching billions or something. In five or ten years, there's going to be like docu series docu series about like Twitter and Facebook and stuff. There's there's already movies about. Facebook obviously but like seriously looking into the CEO's path because I mean they're just like startups startup they're just people dude yeah. they're like they're like guys that are a lot smarter and more of an expert in like a certain area than us think about how many people go to Silicon Valley and try to like start a startup and then how many of them actually make it huge not only make it huge but also make it huge to the point where you are deciding what's published online and what's not well, like go from I want to make a tech company to I decided what's right and wrong. And, 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 and yeah, well, and a lot of these guys were first, and like that's the biggest thing that so, you can give them. That doesn't mean the smartest guys are the best people to run those things. But I mean, I'm confused why he's still CEO. Honestly, like, no, yeah, that's yeah, he shouldn't be because Twitter, like that, I've I've, I I've known that for years. Though Twitter, Twitter doesn't make money. Twitter doesn't make enough money. At least they, I mean, they have no. They don't. They don't really get much ad reven, revenue. They have no actual business model that, that leads to money. But the whole point is, they have this ma- like they have this massive audience. Fall- yeah, I mean, it's an insane audience. I mean, if I were Jack Dorsey, I'd be like, "Fuck this shit!" Like, I'm like, I'm just doing somewhere else. He where he's like a he's a manager at Square. The I thought this. I thought he ran Square too. He might run. He might run it. But the weird part is like, would he be running Square if he didn't have the uh, Twitter to jump off <laughs> no, of? Probably not, right? He didn't have the chops. Like Twitter gave him the chops, basically. I mean, yeah. it was his company, and now he like if you do something like that, then you can do whatever you want after that. But there's no reason for him to still be not invested in it mentally and personally, and still be at, at the helm of it. Like someone else needs to take over who. But also we're speaking, I mean, we're, we're just 
You, you laying in the grass, looking up at what he's doing. I mean, on the I know moon, man. I, mean about, I, don't, I know everything about venture capitalists and and Silicon Valley investors. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I just like we we just add mythology to these guys too. Like he's just a dude. Maybe he's doing fine. Maybe they they framed it the wrong way. He didn't like that. I saw that. Yeah, he if, didn't speak long. The at reason the shareholders. The reason I know I didn't frame it the wrong way is because Twitter's stock plummeted after his press conference. So no one was framing it the wrong way. If you like fuck what the news says, just look what the investors think. That, which, that'll tell you that's a lot more truthful than, than CNN reports on it. Which I mean, it's true. And I, I don't want to, I mean, cause I don't have much to back this up, but I was, I was reading, I, I think it was earlier today, but there, I read this article talking about how, I mean, cause the stock market is doing really well right now. Right. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Really well. Really that's well. That's an understatement. And why? This, well, we can talk well, about that. Well, this Go article ahead. was saying it was, it, it has nothing to do with the election. Well, no, nothing to do with politics even. Like if you, if you go back since the start of time, the, we so often we link like Republican success to, you know, to the economy and this and that. And there isn't like a real link there, which I mean, I can, the numbers are like boring stuff that I decided to skip over. So I won't say them now because I don't know them, honestly. But so if that's well, also true, that's interesting. that vaccine, the, 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 the Pfizer vaccine got announced. Yeah, basically simultaneously, which we, I need to talk to Alex Jones about this. Why did the Pfizer wait to announce the vaccine until right after Biden was declared president? Oh my God. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Trump Jr. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's nuts that we're already making this a partisan issue again, right? We have a vaccine <laughs> to this thing that's been plaguing our world for like the past year, regardless of how much it actually does. I'm just feeling the fire. Yeah. But I'm just saying we, we can, we can pull off that, that cloak of like misery and everyone being worried all the time. Like it, and we're still just like, well, who gets credit for it? Like who? I mean, why can't we just, <laughs> that's what it is. That's that's the human condition. Basically. It is. So you have to get it twice or something, right? To be. I mean, that's what I think I read. But. Oh, they have to get two shots. Yeah, two shots. I haven't really read into it, um, to be honest. I've just read the conspiracies about why it's a conspiracy. <laughs> you started there. <laughs> like, why well, don't give a fuck about the actual creation yeah, of the dude, vaccine? I don't mean, whatever. <laughs> that's lame. Also, I'm not taking the vaccine. Oh, dude, you're. I mean, uh, if I, I was at risk, I would take it. But I got the, I got COVID and I didn't feel I didn't have a single symptom. I don't know. I heard you can get it again. I heard you can run it back. Okay, give it to me again. And I'm not gonna get another symptom again. Well, then I can spread it though. Okay. Well, maybe <laughs> I, I might get the vaccine to save myself from quarantining because I yeah, just don't feel yeah. like quarantining for two weeks. Don't it's, not, it's not like I'm. Gonna, it depends I'm, on how accessible it is for I'm sure. I'm not saying I'm not getting the vaccine because I don't. I think vaccines are like government intelligence chips inside of you. I'm, I'm saying that because I don't not at risk of COVID. Well, I mean, I like I would rather. I'd rather get like the PS5 than the vaccine, like, regardless <laughs> well, of monetary I mean, value. Uh, that might yeah. be the, uh, the easiest choice I've ever made but in I'm my just, life. That, that's not something I'm running to sign up for, for sure. Because I mean, I, then I feel like everyone mutates. Like th this seems like an apocalyptic, <laughs> I mean, that would make sense. At the hands of a pharmaceutical, con that, that, it all that's, adds up. It seems like there's a lot of foreshadowing. It, like literally, like it comes out like December 2020 and everyone ha like gets it basically by the end. Like the end of 2020 is the apocalypse. Dude, I mean, it, from the vaccine. That would be the perfect, that would absolutely be the perfect ending. They won't be zombies though. That'd be so lame. No, it'd be, yeah, yeah, it'd have Something be, weirder. But not everyone dropping dead either. I don't know. Well, yeah, probably. Or what if people are like mutate to become stronger or something mm -hmm. or like a sort of... Oh my god! And then we're, and then we're stuck in the race battle again. Then it's like that that terrible Will Smith movie that was on Netflix. That was like an I never watched it. Maybe it wasn't that bad. The Bright One. Have you ever? You know what I'm talking about though. It's like an allegory for race. We're like. Oh, I thought you were talking about. We were talking about zombies and Will Smith. I thought you were talking about World War Z. Or, or, I, 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 I imagine. Yeah, no, I imagine pretty good. No, I don't, but every movie, I don't know what movie you're talking about. Right well, now. they made like this allegory for race, which had like all these mystical creatures and stuff, which I mean has been done before. So, but I mean, I'm just saying we're right back in that game again. That, well, that's what would happen. There's no avoiding that game. I remember like I was just I don't know I was writing something down for really no reason at all, maybe because I wanted to tweet it. But basically, one of the worst things about Biden being president is like a lot of the 
like asshole journalists or social justice warriors are gonna have to find someone else to call racist and yell at because they can't do it to Trump. So that's gonna fall on people who deserve it even less than Trump does. I mean, or but someone has to be called, someone has to be shouted at. Someone has to be someone has to be uh, like have the purpose for. Dude, I don't, maybe their throats are sore. Maybe maybe they change their tune. I mean that I heard that was like the. I mean the plan anyway. Like to just start reporting. Their throats have to be sore. I don't know. Are there any like, good stories in the news anymore? I haven't read something just good in a mm. long time. Well, according to most people, Biden winning is a good thing. Yeah, well, but most I mean people it's, on the internet, not most people necessarily. I kind of like those human stories, you know, where like someone did something cool regardless of any, like some normal person. <laughs> but why would why would they tell you that? It's yeah. Like, oh, now, now that I think about it, I don't really want to read about that either. A bunch yeah. of it would middle, be nice to know it's out there. A middle though. class family sat down and had a good dinner together. That's never going to be printed in the yeah. in, in, in a headline. Yeah, well, I, I mean, would we'll, we'll see, dude. We're, we're going to have an opportunity to shift journalism at this point. I mean, oh, yeah. you and me heading into where you start. Where you starting at? Are you? Wapo, oh, I don't have Wapo. a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I just got. I have an offer from Wall Street Journal. Actually, you declined it's, it too, though. It's been a lot of time in Manhattan. Yeah, no. Condemn them. Looking for something better. Condemn them and less and less. I'm going to be a partner one day. Oh, dude, what? So, drugs. Oh, okay, we well, talk about good. There we go. Talk about good news stories. <laughs> it depends on how you look at them. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, like, so, shrooms, along with heroin and crack and everything else, are decriminalized, Math. is Oregon, correct? Yeah. So, yeah. so what do you think? If I actually had an argument with my friend, not an argument, but we were talking, um, and it's basically like, do you Your think. Who, who are you talking to? Say bro? you decriminalize a drug. Do you think that will increase the numbers of people doing that drug by a lot, a little, or not at all? Um, I think a little at most. Yeah, I would say not depends at all. What drug not, it is. not at all would be uh, my guess. Well, it depends what drug it is. Because if you decriminalize heroin, heroin, I think it won't decrease the user number at all. I think the same people. Are I don't think do those people are paying attention to headlines. I think no, there's I a bigger. They, it's it, just heroin. People man. who are doing heroin or will do heroin tomorrow don't even know that it just became decriminalized. Yeah. So that's what that was my argument was. Now with other drugs, you might be more susceptible to try it if you don't get if you're not going to get in trouble. If one of your motives is I might get in trouble for this, then you might end up trying it. God, it's it's absurd how we're like. All right, I don't know. Our whole world like we're just. Well, our country is just in shambles, but we all agree on drugs, sort of. But I mean, like the, well, we talked, we, we talked to young, we talked mostly young people. True. So, I, but I mean, like the the premise here, right, is that it's like small amounts of all that shit, and if you get stopped with it, you're it's decrim. So you're not going to get arrested. You're not. I mean, you get a fine, and then potentially you get signed up for rehab. Or I mean, something. if you if you have more than like a personal dose, you're still going to get in jail. You're still going to get. But it's in like a trouble. rehabilitation program, mm-hmm. essentially, right? So like, it's hey, how about we try to help these people instead of shoving them? And and I'm sure it's not it's not a moral argument. I'm sure it's just like our you know our jails are full. It's expensive. Whatever. We can't be taking all these people. But it's framed as a moral argument. It's framed as they're the right guy. They're the good guys. Let's send them to like, yeah, like I don't even know, like finger painting classes or whatever, <laughs> and maybe they'll figure it out. Which I mean, who knows? Maybe sometimes people just need to be removed from their environment. Yeah, I mean, I mean a lot, there's a lot of countries. There's a not a lot, but there's a couple of countries in like Europe and Northern Europe that basically they actually not only is like heroin and stuff and opiates decriminalized. They actually have the government clinics taxpayer funded clinics that, that offer like smaller and smaller doses to addicts. They basically like, like literally the government's giving out heroin but, to addicts. But they wean them off. Yes, right? and, and they, a, they've, they've seen really good numbers. Well, cause actually. I mean, isn't heroin withdrawal like fucking insane? Yeah, those are also <laughs> tiny countries compared to us though. So I mean, it's hard. Sure. I, that's my least favorite when someone you makes an argument. You got your six heroin addicts. Yeah, when, when, when Bernie's <laughs> making the argument like this country does this with healthcare and they have like 10 million people and an economy that one, one hundredth the size of the United States. It's like, it's not that simple, Bernie. 
Yeah, no, but I mean, but same I mean, argument there. But also, it is it, it is good data to look at. I mean, it is helping those people in that country, like and legitimately. I mean, maybe we take it in the states' hands, like marijuana. I mean, that's it. Colorado ran the test, right? And then mm-hmm. things went commercial. Competition went went up. Everything worked out pretty well, I think, for the most part. I don't in Colorado at least. I don't know how you talk to, I, yeah. and I don't know how like like monetarily how it's doing in other states either. I feel like not that well for some reason. I feel like projections were off or something. Projections are too high. I don't know. But then again, I guess kids our age aren't the ones that are just like, let's go, mm-hmm. let's buy legal marijuana. I don't think that was what people were up in arms about. I think it was just like, oh, marijuana is legal. That's so sick. Well, the way it's trending is looks like um, obvious. I mean, I don't know how we would avoid a situation where weed goes back to being illegal. Like, it seems like the whole nation is going to legalize weed, right? Is yeah. that an incorrect assumption to make? No, I mean, I think so. It's, it's an, an assumption. New Jersey so it be- legalize it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's an <laughs> assumption, so it can't be correct or incorrect. Well, but I mean, Joey Diaz is the mayor of some New Jersey town. <laughs> He's a big Christ. fan of weed, right? You're not allowed to say his name. Do not think that the entire country is going to de- like legalize weed. And so Colorado took that step first, just like Oregon took this step of decriminalization yeah. first. Is that wave going to also cross well, the country? So that's too? what I was thinking. Oregon's the, the guinea pig, but I think Colorado's step was a lot less. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Just the the fact that like I don't know why you had to include like. I don't know, maybe math and heroin and stuff, but but then again, those are the people who most need rehabilitation potentially. And I mean, it's also strange because I don't know who's like carrying that small of an amount on them. I don't know. It'll just be an interesting, I feel like it's not like people are going to get arrested day in and day out for this shit, you know? Like it'll be, it'll probably take a year to actually see how that works out, but... Also, like, Oregon is not, a, this is completely just out of my ass, so I don't know if I'm making any sense, but Oregon seems like a place where there's not many big inner city areas. Portland. Like, I know Portland, but is that it? Like, I can think of a couple of states where there's just, like, huge inner city populations where it's decriminalizing. Am I making that up? No, no, I can the look it up. Thing about it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> they gotta have another city, though, I'm sure. Nike. <laughs> nope, that's it. <laughs> Nike, I don't know. <laughs> Just founded or conceived there or something. But like imagine <laughs> like decriminalizing all those drugs in like a huge metropolitan area where there are actually like thousands of people get arrested for them every day. Like that's a different situation. Yeah, yeah it's, for it's, sure it's, is. It's Salem. Let's go. I'm a genius. I had fourth grade social studies. I mean, I didn't know that. I don't know, bring the decriminalization, it's not like it affects me in any way. Like if, if Missouri decriminalized all that, like my, my life wouldn't change. I wouldn't do any more or less drugs and neither would anyone I know. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, also, but that's me looking at that's me looking at the world with my tiny scope. Yeah, of, well, I mean, your friends aren't to. bouncing in and out of jail like over the, I mean, you gotta keep in mind if you get arrested with like a small amount of one of those drugs on you, like you're unemployable essentially for your lifetime. Like that's, you're not gonna get a job. You're, I mean, it, it tears your life apart. Well, not if the drug already didn't. What do you mean one of those drugs? What do you mean? Like really the well, bad one? I'm thinking like math, really heroin, you know, down, yeah. the, down the line. I mean, I don't yeah. Know. And that's an argument for like decriminalization because like, I mean, they're people, right? Like yeah, they, they, say, they just got addicted to stuff. You've never been, I mean, yeah, addiction's pretty common. Horrible, horrible circumstances send you into a downward spiral where you end up there. But 10 years later, you're completely out of that place, but you still can't have any of the benefits that most citizens have because 10 years ago, you were in the worst part of your life. Yeah, I mean, and they, they tried a drug that was better than anything they've ever <clears> seen in this world at that time. Maybe they didn't have, they didn't get to have the little dreams of astronaut and whatnot, you know, that we, we were like pushed towards us growing up and all our participation trophies. They were just bumming it and they tried something that was better than anything they've ever had in their lives i mean so it's not like oh these are just idiot crackheads or something like i mean there are people that that have had a rough go and that's also generalizing too you know maybe it's you're on your deathbed and 
the hospice nurse offers you a little drip of heroin, do you say yes? I, why would I? Why would you ever say no? Okay, I mean, yeah. yeah it's so got, why would you ever say yes? I would say I would absolutely and, say unless yes. I, unless I'm just like I don't even know. Like I have to grab it. I don't. <laughs> unless I end up living for like ten more years. <laughs> There's some interesting stories about people like kind of on their deathbeds or with cancer doing psilocybin and like becoming like happier afterwards, basically. I mean, that's. What do you mean by happier? Like, the, the, like, like this, accepting of they died with a smile on their face. What's gonna happen? Accepting uh-huh. what's gonna, more accepting of what's gonna happen. Yeah, which makes sense. And I think like the psilocybin thing is like the biggest because because you can make the marijuana argument with that, where like this yeah. could be medicinal in some sense, or like you know because that, that, that used to be like a wacky, that right. used to be like electroconvulsive therapy or something. But now that's where you could have a more interesting argument because you could actually. I mean, I, I could see both sides of when I look at like heroin, and I I personally think okay decriminalization of heroin is not going to increase heroin users pretty set on that but if i look at shrooms i'm like decriminalizing shrooms is that going to increase users i don't know me neither i do i mean do a lot of people do but i shrooms like, countrywide i think like the know. people the reason people don't do shrooms is not because of legal reasons like how many people get arrested for shrooms i've never heard of someone getting no. arrested for shrooms honestly but I mean, I've also heard of, I've also never really heard of anyone harming, like dying on shrooms necessarily. But also I've, I've heard of a lot less people doing shrooms than I have doing anything else. True. But I mean, you can make the same, it's like that same weird ground up argument where weed was always smoked like, you know, like, yeah, like, but in casually too, right? Like where it's, I'd want to smoke weed whether I have a <clears throat> medical condition that warrant that this could potentially help or not. We also sleep on the fact that there's still a large part of the population who like when they think of like marijuana and stuff, they they're still like in like just say no. They still have, like that's what they that's their extensive knowledge of gateway drug, just say no. That's their like extent of Which I knowledge do, of that like, stuff. Like I do think it is a gateway drug. Of course it that is. That label is for sure proper. Of course it is, but so but then like if you if you label weed a gateway drug, then you have to label other things gateway drugs too. Like you have to label alcohol. A gateway drug, <laughs> which I mean, yeah, like, fair, I guess. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, we're it's still pretty far from like, so like, we're not like commercially selling shrooms or anything, you know. No. And, it, and that'll start. I think that'll start in the medical community before anything else, which it already has. Well, I, I actually like that's something I'm really interested in as far as like testing. Oh, what's it? Maps. Maps is like this big research organization, nonprofit that does a ton of like. They're right now they do acronym. Yeah, it's, I'll, I'll look it up, multiple something. But basically, the guy who runs it is doing a ton of research on like MDMA um, therapy for people with PTSD. It's just like him and his buddies well, run, no, the, running their own trials. No, no, they're in like they're in like uh, FDA approved stage three trials. Jesus, wow. Yeah, so I I'm mean, a, but I also I'm tired of giving FDA approved too much credit. You know what I mean? Yeah, let's, no, let's, let's mean, not act like this is no. The, but that's a big deal if you're gonna do this multidisciplinary association for psychedelic studies. Oh, thank God I know. <laughs> well, I've listened to the guy who runs it on a couple of podcasts, and it's actually fascinating stuff. Um, but like they're now they're doing a ton of stuff with MDMA. And it's very it's like close to like being clinical. Um, but in what sense? Like to, to um, I don't know, to okay. aid water, to... MDMA-assisted therapy. Our highest priority project is funding clinical trials of three, four, oh, the MDMA. As a tool to assist psychotherapy for the treatment of post-traumatic stress disorder, we have also sponsored clinical trials of MDMA-assisted psychotherapy for anxiety associated with life-threatening illness and for social anxiety in autistic adults. LSD-assisted psychotherapy for anxiety and medical marijuana for PTSD and veterans of war. Okay, so that's just a list of what they're doing. But I know that, like, they're... Basically, their MDMA trials are, like, in third third trials. Like, they're actually doing this on patients, on willing patients now. 
which is pretty cool. No, that I mean, that's we'll see where that goes. I don't know. I think like 50 years from now, a lot of this stuff will be. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna find out if it works or not, essentially. But I mean, the the thing is, if people say it works, that are in those positions, then it then it works, right? Like, there's no. It's not like you put it you put it into a computer and it pops out and says like a 100 percent effective for this this and this. Like the guy's name is Rick Doblin. Like I would seriously recommend listening to if you're interested in like psychedelic studies at all, then Rick Doblin like on a podcast is pretty much the best thing you can listen to. I would say. How did how did he end up doing that? I just think that's such an interesting. Yeah, you know, he told it basically a story, and I, I don't really remember what. Do you it know was. his background at all, though. Like, I mean, did was he doing something different at the beginning, or was he just always like on the on the psilocybin train? Well, grew up in a conservative Jewish family in Chicago, so no, he did not start on the psilocybin <laughs> in the psilocybin train. Psychology degree from Florida. Still probably not on the uh, psilocybin train. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's not like that answer is going to be that annoying like or anything. I don't feel like we're right now. Are just any, any, any other pressing issues we need to talk about? Um, R.I.P. Alex Trebek. Yeah, honestly. Poor guy. I feel like we should do a Jeopardy segment or something. Yeah, for, for the intro? Yeah, we could have the, we could have the answers. <laughs> but I always completely make, mock him. Whenever I type like like uh, descriptions for the podcast, I always talk about how we have all the answers to your like political questions. <laughs> what have we answered? What I'm literally <laughs> nothing. At, we, like never a single thing. We just muddled the water where there was a headline, and then we just like made, put a bigger circle yeah. around it, basically, <laughs> and then like drew on assumptions about. Yeah, the if headline, you want to sip through us <laughs> based on an extremely tiny worldview that doesn't really. Not very insightful. Speed talking. Oh, dude. Fuck self-deprecation. And outro. Okay.